this holiday season. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's a built bar. Better than a candy bar. Is built, that ruby chocolate? Is this is... I get my glasses. I'm not sure. I think that's what that is, and I don't. I don't know what ruby chocolate is. Yeah, ruby chocolate cheese. Can we? Can we get a, a, a little uh, taste test here? Uh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Now that's like the marshmallow. This is their one. puff. Yeah, they're oh, called no, puffs. What is the? What's the chocolate flavor? It's kind of like a berryish. Yeah, of vibe? it's like a. It's like a marshmallow cheesecake. With berry compote on it. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. I'm having a little celebration yeah. in my mouth right now. Well, as you're doing that, you can let people know that Beck15 mm. is the code to use. You'll get 15% off your mm. order. Uh, use the promo code Beck15 for 15% off at oh built.com. It's built.com. My thought was maybe if I read that, you'd have time to finish chewing no, the last um, bite, but you just put another bite. I just put mouth. another bite. Show's going to be late a couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> This is delicious. Builds.com. The code is Beck15. think we showed him a thing or two yeah that's right have you even seen the first minute of the putin biden phone conversation oh my gosh why would we release this they didn't release it we released this it is so humiliating and you can see on putin's face he knows exactly who and what he's dealing with uh we're gonna we're gonna stop there also, uh, we talked to Mr. Rittenhouse yesterday, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, he is going to be on the uh, TV show tonight. I met him for the first time. We sat down and, rec- and we recorded tonight's TV show. I'm going to play cuts of it. Uh, I've got a lot to say about Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, he, is, he is not who the media is making him out to be. And in fact, I don't even think he is the guy... I thought he was. Um, he's a fascinating, fascinating dude. We'll talk about that coming up. First, Putin and Biden in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. I'm reading all kinds of stuff today about how inflation, the new numbers come out on Friday. We have 6.2% inflation. That's at a 30-year high. Uh, they're expecting... It to be up at 6.7% inflation. But it's transitory until it's not. And they announced last week that it's not. Saw another thing that said people are running out of money. You remember the big thing was Americans have more money than they've ever had before in the bank. All of it's gone now. And everybody is feeling this inflation. You need to save money. Please call American Financing. They've been helping people just like you for over 20 years. Salary-based mortgage consultants that work for you, not the bank. And they can help you save hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as $1,000 a month. We don't know what the future holds. 
But we can look at what's happening right now and kind of guess next year might be a little rough. The only lender I trust to do the job right to save you money is American Financing. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. <laughs> and Vladimir Putin, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I'd maybe like to take Ukraine back. Well, I'd have to see if Joe Biden was asleep at the switch. (laughs) Of course he is. He always is. Let me play. And if you happen to be watching the blaze, it's it's worth putting down your coffee or whatever and watching Vladimir Putin's face during this. But listen how this started. Joe Biden didn't have his mic on. So like an old grandpa, he's like fiddling with the dials. I'm just looking at the dial, trying to fiddle with it. Is this micro? Hello? Oh, my gosh. Watch. There you go. Hello. Good to see you again. I, uh... Unfortunately, last time I saw, we didn't get to see one another. You know this is, from his point of view, looking right at Putin. There you go. Hello. Putin smiling and looking off to the side. <laughs> Good to see you again. I, uh, unfortunately, Watch last how time I saw, we didn't get to see one another at the G20. I hope next time we meet, we do it in person. Do you see that expression? Like, meh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Putin is is an evil dude. And uh, uh, remember, he is, if you watch videos of him, his gun hand, when he was a, he was a KGB agent for so long, when he walks, both hands don't swing. Like a normal person walking. Only one hand swings because he was trained to keep his hand where the revolver is. And he's still the KGB strongman. He is um, way ahead of us and knows exactly what the deal is. When, when Joe Biden got into office, believe it or not, all this damage has been done in one year. Mm. Um, when he first got into office on January 20th, one of the first things he did was allow the pipeline to be built from Russia into Europe. Now, if Donald Trump would have done that on one of his first days, would we not all be screaming? I know I would have. Whoa. Is there a deal being brokered here? How come that's happening on one of the first days? That's a very, very big deal. If Donald Trump would have done that, they would have used that as proof he was in bed with Vladimir Putin. But nary a peep out of anyone. So you know, this pipeline is the pipeline that Ronald Reagan warned about. It's been a very big deal for a very long time. So... 
Putin, I mean, uh, so uh, Joe Biden gets in. One of the first things he does, hey, let him build the pipeline. What's the big deal? Poland and Ukraine get on the phone and say, you can't do that. Don't do that. That makes that makes him more likely to invade our nations. Ah, that's crazy talk. We got him over the barrel. Do you? Do you? How do you? He started building the pipeline, started building the pipeline four days after the inauguration of of Joe Biden. Four days. And now he's sitting there with all of the cards. He's got Poland. He has Ukraine. He has Europe. He can squeeze the lifeblood out of them this holiday season. This winter, when it's freezing cold, and everybody in the West is like, we got to do something about global warming. Let's turn off the nuclear power plants that have nothing to do with global warming and are the safest kind of energy the world has ever invented. Let's turn those off. So as we're turning everything off, he's pumping more oil in. And we're somehow or another going to stop him? We're going to stop him. Please play the cut of the national security advisor. Uh, Biden's message uh, to Putin. Cut six. Their assessment so far was that Putin had not made a decision over whether to invade Ukraine. So did President Biden get clarity from him on whether or not that is his intention? We still do not believe that President Putin has made a decision. What President Biden did today was lay out very clearly the consequences mm. if he chooses to move. Ooh. He also laid out an alternative path, an alternative path that is fundamentally in keeping with the basic right. principles and propositions that have guided America uh-huh. in the Euro-Atlantic area for the past 70 years. Okay. And ultimately, we will see in the days ahead through actions, not through words, yeah. uh, what course of action Russia chooses to take. Well, he's got, I mean, he laid it out. You do that. There are going to be economic ramifications for Vladimir Putin. And don't laugh that off. I mean, in just a few short months, Joe Biden has almost destroyed our economy. Imagine if he really sets his mind to Russia. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane. He's carrying a small stick and barking loudly. He does the opposite. You know, Donald Trump was the least warmongering uh, president I've seen in my lifetime. Every president has talked the same game except for Donald Trump and not saying that they all wanted war, but they all played the State Department's game. And we played the same game over and over and over. The only one that kind of broke it was Ronald Reagan. And he spooked the hell out of the Russians, caused them to spend all kinds of money, scared the hell out of them. And what happened? They collapsed. We had peace. Donald Trump played this expertly. Because is there any doubt in your mind that if Putin or China or anybody else would have really done something against our national interests that he would have gone in balls to the wall. 
no doubt in my mind, Donald Trump would push the button. He would execute a plan and he would win. However, if it's not in our national interest, he's not going in. He wouldn't be going in to Ukraine if Russia attacks. So if you're not going to go in, what do you do? You have to carry a big stick. You want peace. You carry a big stick and you have a twitchy eye and you're like, don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't because I, I man, holy cow. My my eye is twitching and my hand is kind of vibrating on the button right now. I just might do it. And that's what keeps people like Putin at bay. Not Joe Biden. Joe Biden, you know, he gave them what they wanted. The Nord Stream pipeline. At the at the he did it even when Ukraine and Poland were screaming, please don't do that. He did it anyway because he knew better. Then what, what was his second mistake? His second mistake was Afghanistan. When he pulls out of Afghanistan, screws all of our allies, NATO almost falls apart. He looks completely weak. That's his second problem. His third problem is there were no repercussions for anyone on Afghanistan. He still thinks it was fine. There was no repercussion for anybody in the Pentagon. Do you trust your kids to be a soldier under this regime with the people in the Pentagon? I've always said, you know, the president is the president, but the Pentagon they're at least competent. I don't believe that anymore. I believe the soldiers are the military, but the, the people they take their commands from, they're morons. Morons. So yesterday they were asked, so are we planning for evacuation in case he does something in Ukraine and we can get the Americans out? You know what the White House responded with? Not the same situation. No, I mean, we're, you know, we don't have to plan those things. You know, we, we've got we've got contingency plans on everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because you knew what was coming in Afghanistan and you didn't do it. The question follow up. Did you learn any lessons from Afghanistan? Let's not confuse these two. I mean, Afghanistan required us to quickly Get Americans out of a war zone. And this is nothing like that. If Russia invades, it would be us getting Americans out of a war zone. So I think you can see they just don't compare. Putin, if Putin goes in. God forbid this country goes to war. If Putin goes in, you better have some tough damn sanctions because you just sold the freedom of an entire country out. For what, Joe? For what? What did you get from Russia by okaying this pipeline? 
I don't think his son was an artist yet, so I don't know if he sold any art. But what was it that we as the United States got in exchange for that besides the loss of freedom for an entire country? And if he does invade, I can guarantee you Taiwan will be next. And then we are a nobody country, a nobody country. And I don't have a problem with not being the world's policeman. I actually kind of like that. Be nice to kick up your feet once in a while and be Canada. Not have to worry about everybody else. But I'm telling you, we're the world's reserve currency. When we are nothing, so is our money. And that's when, well... Let me just put it this way. It'll be good by 2030 because you'll own nothing and you'll like it. Build back better. Tim lives in Maine. He writes in about his uh, dog, Sugar, and her experience with Rough Greens after being a picky eater. He says, I've been using Rough Greens for close to two years now. Sugar's almost 10 and has a better appetite than I've seen in three years. Thank you, Rough Greens. Boy, I didn't mean to say that Sugar was a girl dog. I don't know. I don't know what her pronouns are. She could identify as a wolf, a a she dog or a he dog. I don't know. But Tim, thank you for taking such good care of it. Sounds like Sugar is living a much happier and healthier life. So is Uno. He identifies as a male, a big German shepherd Put your neck into his entire mouth and just squeeze kind of alpha male uh, German Shepherd. And he likes that, especially if he thinks your throat is a squeeze toy. <laughs> rough, rough greens is not a dog food. It's something you put on the dog food. It's a supplement filled with all the things that makes your dog healthier and happier. Most dogs love it. Uno adores it. Wolfs it down. He is happier, healthier, full of energy, just like sugar. Free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you do is pay for the shipping. Just uh, see if your dog likes it at roughgreens.com slash back. Free bag, pay for shipping, roughgreens.com slash back. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, man. Well, the commission is back. Uh, The Presidential Commission on the Supreme Court. uh, And uh, they voted unanimously in favor of approving their final report and sending it to President Biden's desk. So what did these 34 experts, which held six public meetings, called 44 witnesses, Stu, what could they have possibly said? They said they didn't really come up with anything. (laughs) That's exactly Mm. right. They said out of the 34 people, given the size and nature of the commission and the complexity of the issues addressed, individual members of the commission would have written a report with different emphasis and approaches. But the commission submits this report today in the belief that it represents a fair and constructive treatment of the complex and also often highly controversial issues it was charged with examining. No serious person in either major political party suggests 
court packing as a means of overturning dislike Supreme Court decisions, whether the decision is in question is Roe versus Wade or Citizens United. Scholars could say until very recently that that even as compared to other court reform efforts, court packing is especially out of bounds. That's part of the uh, the, uh, convention of judicial independence. But the commission has decided to take no position on the validity or strength of those claims. Okay, so we got Mm. 34 experts together, and they have come back and said, you know what? We're just going to give you the arguments. You decide. We can't. I'm in the wrong business. That's what you need to do. You get a nice long commission. You take your time. You do a bunch of meetings. You come back at the end and say, we didn't figure anything out. Sorry. That's 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 fantastic. Get a government job. That's all government jobs. And it, and then you can't you can't blame it on us because we said both things. We said both things. Now this was never a legitimate commission in the first place, right? I mean, this was always Joe Biden's out to not have to deal with this issue, to not have to say to his own base um, that we're not going to pack the court, and to not have to say to potential moderate voters we are going to pack the court, right? So he's oh we're going to do a commission. We're going to talk about all these issues. We're going to figure it out. See what we should do going forward. And then, of course, there was nothing there. There never was anything there. This is a horrible well, idea let's from see the start. What ha- let's see what happens if they overturn Roe versus Wade. Because <laughs> this will be the thing. We've got to change the court. Court packing will Have be to, uh, it'll become be very fashionable. be very fashionable. And I don't know that will go well with the American people. The American people are much more in favor of Mississippi's abortion rules yeah than uh the rules that the democrats want which is no limits polling on this issue is terrible because either both sides can find things that completely support their view i've looked at a lot of this polling over the years and had to analyze it many many times what you really see when it comes to the polling is that Americans don't want abortion to be completely illegal but they want it to be more less available to be rare and safe yeah safe that's, legal and rare yeah I mean, that's what they some, want and that but it's important to note not legal like it is now they want it to be more restricted yes than it yes. is now they just don't want it to be completely eliminated for correct. whatever terrible reason correct and and that's the the american people are on the side of reason and common sense in almost every way it's it's why we used to uh have presidents go back to the center and go and govern from middle ground and common sense because that's where the american people live not at these wild extremes this is the glenn Beck program not that saving babies is extreme that should be on our to-do list every day Our financial overlords have seen to it uh, that meat is now a luxury item. Not only is the price crazy, but half the time when you go into the store, all the good stuff is already gone. So skip past the expense and the hassle and go to Omaha Steaks. Every food item from Omaha Steaks is delicious. Their steaks, which are aged to perfection, are amazing. They're juicy, they're fork tender, exactly what you're looking for in a steak. And they're affordable. 
take advantage of this rare situation, omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code Beck in the search bar in the search bar. And you're going to find the perfect gift package along with others uh, specials going on for ninety nine dollars. Twenty four entrees, the world famous bacon wrapped filet mignons, the chicken breast sides, desserts, so much more. Plus, you'll get eight additional Omaha steak burgers free with your order. OmahaSteaks.com promo code Beck in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't miss your last sec- uh, chance to get some Christmas presents from GlennBeckMerch.com. If you use the code Glen twenty, you'll save twenty percent. Ah, the holiday season. Oh, I'm so full of joy. I went Christmas shopping last night for my wife for Christmas. Oh, it was delightful. Delightful. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Didn't get a damn thing. Didn't get a damn thing. Everything I, you know, do you have this in a size? No. Uh, Okay. Uh, How about this one? Nope. Do, do you have this in a sudden? No. Uh, how about this in a black? Oh, let me. No. <laughs> I mean, it just. A supply chain thing or. Supply chain thing. Jeez. Supply chain thing. And the guy told me, he said, you know what the real problem is, is people are coming in and they're buying things in sizes that they know are wrong, but they're just buying them because they want to put something under the Christmas tree and they figure, well, she can exchange it for the right size when her ship comes in. Yeah, if it ever does. Uh, if it ever comes in, that's cr- it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and most people are really having a hard time. I kind of actually like this because we've way downscaled uh, Christmas this year, just way downscaled it. We're get we're doing you know we're giving gifts to other people and whatever, and not in the family. We're just keeping it very very simple, which is nice. Should we be mm-hmm. Pat and I expecting something nice or nope? Hmm. Nope. So that's the part of the of are you needy? scaled down. Are you needy? <laughs> yep. Yes. You're not getting a darn thing. Not a darn thing. <laughs> you know what you can get? Socks from shop.blazemedia.com. Hmm. Socks. We have the new. Can I get them? Are we selling those? We are selling them. <laughs> How do you know? I know. I don't. I just. <laughs> How do you know we're selling So those? these are the Let's Go huh. Brandon socks. Yeah. And have you seen, have you actually yeah. seen them yet? Yeah, well, I've uh, yeah. seen them from the email, the okay. forty nine emails I got yeah. yesterday. No, they're they're fantastic. Now, some might look at the Let's Go. Can you bring that full screen again? Uh, some might look at the Let's Go Brandon uh, one on the far right mm-hmm. and say, "Why is there a, a butt and then poop mm-hmm. on that?" That and, was my question as well. Was it when I held? I they. They gave it do to me. Know, and they said, "Look at those." Do you know what it is? I did find out when I asked. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to ask. But do, do you know? Do you figure it out? Mm-mm. That's from Biden's trip to to see the Pope. <laughs> Biden Poopy pooped his pants. Oh, the rumor that he yeah. pooped his pants. <laughs> yes. Was it a rumor? Like Al Roker did. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a rumor until it was confirmed on these socks. Yeah. yeah. Now right. we know. It was we true. have the socks to tell us, mm-hmm. and we didn't make them. Right. Sock company made them. BlazeSocks.com. BlazeSocks.com. And sock companies can't lie. No, they can't. So you know it's true. No, you know it's true. It's fact. So um, I have Kyle Rittenhouse on tonight. I want to get to a couple of cuts with him. But I also, this is really important that we talk about something that happened in Dallas yesterday. It was was actually on the second, so it was six days ago. But but it doesn't uh, lessen the severity of this. 
they're they're praising a canine dog because a canine dog hit on some luggage on a passenger's luggage mm-hmm. at Dallas Love Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog, they even named the dog Ballantine, alerted on an individual checked suitcase. Mm. It turns out, get this, it turns out that the suitcase belonged to twenty-five year old, a 25-year-old woman from Chicago who was carrying $106,829 on her. And... I, that's we illegal. Took it as, from her, as you know, we? in the United States, it's illegal to carry cash. No, it's well, not. no, it's really. And so they took it. No, it's not. So they all. took it, but they she got it. it back. No, she did not get it okay. back. Well, they charged her. No, they didn't charge her with anything. No, but they suspected. They don't that. even suspect any. At least, as far as the article is concerned, <laughs> they don't even mention suspicion here. There's no allegation. There's no charge. There's no suspicion. A dog hit. They took. That's it. You That's talk insanity, such especially insanity. if you have a hundred and uh, you have a hundred thousand dollars. I can guarantee there's some twenty dollar bills in there that smell to a dog very much like cocaine. Yeah, you Wait, know what I mean. Can I yeah. play the role though, here though? Yeah. Well, why was she carrying a hundred six thousand dollars through an airport? Yeah, very good. No, that doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, that doesn't. No, that makes no never mind. Yeah, but what was she carrying that money for? I don't know. Probably something nefarious. Could be, but we don't know, so they shouldn't have taken it. No. Yeah. Well, but the dog knew. The dog. The dog knew. You hear this all the time. Serial killers. They'll. The neighbors will always say. I didn't see anything, but my dog smelled it. Yeah. My dog knew every he time he'd walk by, he'd bark. He we smelled. should have taken all of the things that he had in his house. Mm-hmm. Should have done it. Bees know and dogs know. Dogs know. And yeah. so they arrest. They didn't wow. arrest her. She's no. not been charged. She, no. And again, there's and not even an allegation. She on vacation listed. or wherever she was going. Have a good time. Right. We don't. Right. I mean, this we is a little blip. We got money now. See ya. This is a little blip in a road. Go have a good time. There's another story, too, in Massachusetts. Oh, man. Where a oh, woman yeah. lost her car. Uh, it was her son, oh, I guess right. her kid's car. And this was suspected of drug. He was suspected of something. Was suspected of being Five years used ago, right? By... Uh, someone who was dealing in was suspected right. in dealing in drugs. Now that was not proven. Yeah, um, the the car was taken on March fourth, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. We could all celebrate. She got it back this year. That's right. Yeah. That's well, great. she had it to only fight took her it. five years. Yeah, That's not bad. She had to fight for it uh, in yeah. court, and uh, she said afterwards, uh, "You know, the Massachusetts law allows innocent owners to seek the return of their assets unless they knew or should have known that such conveyance or real property was used in and for uh, the business of unlawfully manufacturing, dispensing, or distributing controlled substances." But uh, like the federal government and most states, Massachusetts requires the owners to prove their innocence. Mm-hmm. So she had to prove her innocence, and she did. And it only oh, wow. took it her only five took and a half years. Yay! And she is. No, She's great. How are they getting away with this? I know. Over and over and over and over. Because it doesn't affect most people. And most people will say, why was she carrying $100,000 around for? Right. Yeah. No, and, and That's I, true. Look, um, that is an odd thing to do through an airport. So, so what? So what? So yeah, what? Right. She exactly. gets to do whatever she wants with her money as, as long as, as there's they don't prove a case against her. Um, this, this case with the car, 
the gold, luckily the Goldwater Institute got involved in this. It's the only reason that she got got her car right? back. Get the number of the Goldwater Institute and write it down and put it in your wallet because someday you may need the Goldwater Institute. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Um, the in the in the in the motion they say uh, Massachusetts does not provide any deadline any deadline from which the Commonwealth is required to initiate forfeiture proceedings. That's unbelievable. So they could just hold on to it forever and never have the proceeding at all. And think about a car wow. for a second. You have a 2015 car, and you don't have it until 2021. Number one, you have to pay for six years of transportation. After you've already purchased a car, you have to figure out how to get yourself around for six years. Then you get the car back, which is now six years older. What happens when a car ages six years? And it doesn't. It's not even being driven. It's a classic. It's gonna. Ha- yeah, it's, gonna it's, a, it's now an antique. <laughs> it's a classic. The, the value Low of miles. the car goes down. It yeah. was an infinity. It's now a 2011 infinity in 2021. Now, luckily, because of supply chain issues, it may be worth five hundred thousand dollars right now. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck. Here's what that. Elon Musk said yesterday, and this is absolutely right. He was talking about another subject, but this one goes right to uh, asset forfeiture. Elon Musk quote. It doesn't make sense to take the job of capital allocation away from the people with a demonstrated great skill in capital allocation and give it to an entity that has demonstrated very poor skill (laughs) in capital allocation. Mm. Think of the government as essentially a corporation to the extreme limit. The government is simply the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence and where you have no recourse. Mm. Mm. It's true. Yep. Amen. Yep. This is why you have small government. All right. Back with uh, some audio of the Kyle Rittenhouse interview that is going to happen tonight at 9 p.m. Stand by. Pat, hang out for a minute. Uh, turns out buying and selling a house can really suck. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. Big shocker. Uh, it's not as, ex- as as simple as exchanging a set of keys Uh, For a big fat check on the selling end, you have inspections and repairs and remodeling. Finally, having to take care of all those things that your wife has been asking you to do for years around the place, you now actually have to do them. And then on the buying end, you don't know exactly sometimes where to look for the right house. The kitchen may look great in the pictures, but it turns out to be made of cardboard. I mean, you're going to get hungry at some point. This is why real estate agents, uh, I trust.com came in to be. This is my company. It's a free service to you. We have gone uh, through the country, gone through thousands, tens of thousands of agents, and we have found the 2,000 that we think are the best in your area. They have a great track record, uh, they have the, the right skills. They have really high customer satisfaction ratings. We monitor them. And then if you are looking for somebody to buy or sell a house, we can help you, whether you're moving across the street or across the country. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So Kyle Rittenhouse is on uh, tonight on uh, my Wednesday night special at 9 p.m. He's a very different guy than you think he is, I think. Um, you know, you don't know anything about him. You know now he's not a white supremacist vigilante. Um, you know that he has uh, been found not guilty. But who is he really? And I was, I was, it was 
pretty profound realization to me on how much of a kid this guy is. I mean, you know, we know he's 18 years old. He's going right. But he is not. He's not. He's a regular kid. You know, at 17, he had to quit school so he could uh, go and help. He held three jobs so he could help pay for the rent and the food in the house because mom didn't have it. Well, so he's he's going out of school and he's just working. He's not paying attention to politics. None of it. He only gets involved uh, in Kenosha because that's where his dad lives. And his friend and his uh, aunt and uncle and cousin yeah. and a bunch of and family. He there, there, right? And he worked and he worked, he worked yeah, one of his jobs so, is there. So he he know I mean he knows the area yeah. and in mm-hmm. you know, that's why he was involved. But everyone I, I think tons of people went through that during that period. I remember my wife like driving around like, you know, like she was gonna, you know, one one person defend our community when there were was threats of riots going on. I mean, you see your city burning down. You feel like you need to do something. I had a neighbor call me and say, we're all going to meet at your house if things happen. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll defend it from your house. And I'm like, Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my house is definitely the one we should defend. Yes. yes. (laughs) Yes, Let the other ones burn. Right. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, I I talked to him about many things about does he have nightmares? Uh, Will he ever pick up a gun again? Mm. How does he feel about guns? Um, him going to college, he's saying he's going to, he's not going to take it online. He's going to Arizona state. Yeah. Arizona mm-hmm. state ASU. And he's, mm. he's enrolled and going. Um, we also talked to him about lawsuits. Uh, and, uh, there's some interesting things on that. Let me just play this Rittenhouse. We ever pick up a gun again. Listen to this. Will you ever pick up a gun again? I don't know. What is your view of guns now? I believe everybody has a Second Amendment right. I believe in the Constitution. Have you touched one since? I haven't. Uh, but other than the museum. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw your guys' beautiful museum, and I was looking at your uh, very old old uh, weapons you guys yeah, had. Yeah, from the Revolutionary War. Yes. Yeah. So they don't scare you at all? No. So you put a gun back in Kyle Rittenhouse's hand. There's your headline. Flintlock. Uh, if, yep, if, there he you go. He was wild with that flintlock, too. Mm. That was interesting. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, you get the sense. He, the, the thing about him that you notice, and you had mentioned this, that he he's a, you know, he's a teenager. You right? sit right. across the table from him. He looks three years younger mm. in real life than TV. Easy. Mm. He, I, just, I felt like I was sitting there talking to my son. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. It's interesting, though, but he was very, he seemingly very well trained on his firearm. Like, he knew, he knew where his hands needed to be, where, you know, like, he he did everything right in those moments. Thank God, or he'd be in prison for the rest of his life. But he, he was he was restrained with it. He was doing the things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. The, look at the difference between, not to call them out, but, like, the people, the, the, the couple in, uh, in St. Louis, remember when people were breaking yeah, into yeah, their yeah. decayed community? They're out there with like fingers on the uh, trigger out. You know, how, how about you can Alec the Baldwin? Alec, ba- you know, yeah. Alec Baldwin, who shoots somebody and then says, I, I didn't pull the trigger. It wasn't me. That's or he pointed. He didn't yeah. point it. He I didn't point it. It didn't pull the trigger. And well, he bears no responsibility for yeah. it. So that's that great. doesn't really work, Alec. Uh, you know, that's a bizarre claim. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a really bizarre claim. But, but it was interesting that, he, you know, someone who 
at 17 or 18 years old knows how to use a firearm like that you'd think would be someone who who is a big part of their life and he he doesn't and he doesn't come off there coming off like i of course i'm gonna be you know doing commercials for gun companies no like he's he's the opposite of that he doesn't want he doesn't want to all of this i asked him i said so then why the media tour why are you speaking to everybody he said because i'll talk until my side is out Mm. Um, he said, nobody has heard my side, and I think everybody needs to hear from me. That's great. Um, and uh, he's a really thoughtful kid, um, but he's a kid. He's a kid. You, I think you'll walk away liking him more uh, than even you, you may have already. But he's not somebody who wants to be the president or run for Congress or be a spokesman. He, wants, he doesn't want he's any of that. He's not even an activist, right? He's no. not. He's, yeah, he's not leading parades down the street in protest. No. He's not. He's not that guy. He's not going to become the what was that guy's name? The Parkland shooter. The, yeah, uh, the uh, pig or what was his pig? <laughs> what, no, I'm pretty sure it wasn't pig. Oh gosh, it was. <laughs> he said pig, and I was like, "What is he talking about?" No, it was David Hogg. David Hogg. David yes, Hogg. That's what it was. Yes. Oh my God, yeah, David Pig. Right. It yeah. was David, David, David Hogg. Hogg. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was close. I was like, legitimately, that was, was close. Yeah. The human brain is an amazing. Yeah, it is. I don't know it how is. you got there. That was amazing. <laughs> you don't want to see his mind palace. It's a spooky place. <laughs> it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's not going to become that guy. He doesn't want to be that guy, and. I hope he doesn't yeah, become the guy. <laughs> I hope he can go back to school uh, and live his life and mm-hmm. do what he wants. He he told me too. Now he's, you know, he was thinking about being a fireman or something like that, and he's had a career change, uh, kind of uh, an epiphany. And you'll hear about that and so much more tonight at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. So people always ask me all the time, Glenn, do you really believe in the clients you talk about on the air? This is a picture of me. I just have to show it here on my iPad. This is a picture of me. This is our uh, backyard. And uh, and that is the new product I'm going to talk to you about. Hmm. Uh, And I was using it before I knew they were going to be a client of mine. That's cool. My fireside. Uh, It is. uh, There is something about sitting around the fire. At night with your family. Um, we don't share those times anymore. And there is something about a real fire that you can see. And these, my fireside is this beautiful, solid, durable, heavy-duty stainless steel fire pit. And you ha- you can choose, uh, you know, custom sides for it. But you see the fire through it. And that is really important so you know whether you want to see your fire through let's go brandon or the american flag or whatever it is you want plus three percent of the sales go to semper fi and america's fund go to myfireside.com Breaking news, Pfizer says three doses of their vaccine will improve protection against Omicron. So that's that's good. That's good news, I guess. Just take three of those doses and it won't stop it. It'll protect you. So it'll be a little bit better. 
So, it, I mean, so you won't feel those flu-like symptoms. That's all you have to do. Just take three of the doses and uh, you won't feel the flu-like symptoms. Okay. Uh, we have more on that because Stu, I just made Stu very angry. He's like, uh, not at all. Not, not at all. <laughs> covering the news well, as usual. Uh, also, I want to talk to you about the banks. Um, the, wow, it's really interesting what City just decided to do. Citibank, it's almost like the Great Reset isn't a hoax. Hmm. The news on what the bank is doing now in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Imagine if you were literally paying somebody, overpaying them, in fact, to come into your home every day and beat you over the head with a club. Believe it or not, that's pretty much what you're doing if you're getting your cell phone service through big mobile companies like Verizon and AT&T because they charge you through the nose. Then they hit you over the head with their woke nonsense and their contributions to evil causes, uh, you know, like Planned Parenthood. Hey, come on in. Is that you, big mobile? Come on in with that big club and beat me over the head. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they're on the same cell towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer service support team provides exceptional service. More importantly, Patriot Mobile, they share your values and support organizations fighting for religious freedom and constitutional rights. So get great service a fraction of the cost, and not get clubbed over the head every month uh, by Big Mobile. It's patriotmobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash back. Okay, I just, this is... This is going to be really good. Now, uh, Stu, um, how would you describe what I said ESG scores were going to mean in the banking industry? Uh, ESG environment. um, Governance. Governance and and social social. justice. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the ESG, what they Mm -hmm. stand for. And the basic concept. I know you go into much more depth on this mm-hmm. in your new book, The Great Reset, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming out in January. But in the I just, basic, I'm looking for a general what yeah. your take is on that. Basic concept is you just ha- being a profitable business is not enough. You need mm-hmm. to uh, hit these these standards that make the world better by their view. And the yeah. ESG standard is like basically going to give you a score. Mm-hmm. Do you do the things that essentially the left mm-hmm. wants you mm-hmm. to do with your business or even in your personal life? So if you are, for example, buying a gas guzzler car, your ESG score would be lower. If you're donating to anti-LGBTQ causes, you would be seen as a, that would be a negative in your ESG mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these things would punish you and maybe you would get rejected by banks maybe you wouldn't be get the loans the banking services you need mm. maybe you get higher rates that's crazy is that that's good that's, that, that's it that's it but that's remember that's crazy because i said this about merrill lynch merrill lynch is now posting esg scores your esg score did you know you had one posting it posting it what does that mean posting posting it, it. you go sign into your merrill lynch account and you will see your, your ESG, score. ESG score. Oh my god! Based on what you are investing in, 
Okay, so if you want to, if you want your ESG score to go up, you better reallocate some of the money and get out out of some of these brown industries. Right, and okay. then you get this thing that goes on where people now will start lobbying to have positive ESG. This is happening with nuclear mm-hmm. energy right now, right. where they're trying to get uh, nuclear energy to be a good thing for your ESG because it is because it is uh, at least for the environmental part of that Um, you know no emissions and everything and they want to develop new nuclear energy but they can't do it until they get this ESG uh, this stamp of approval from the ESG masters okay so back in March I said Merrill Lynch had put this up and and they were going to use this now to start judging you Merrill Lynch uh, and Bank of America responded immediately. The fastest response to anything I've ever seen in literally Mm. in anything we've ever done. It was an immediate response. And they said many of our self-directed clients have expressed an interest in implying an ESG lens to investment opportunities. And I'll define ESG lens in a second. But a lot of clients say they want to look at investments that they're considering making and looking at them through the lens of environmental, social and governance information. And this is just to help them assess the opportunities and the risks if they want to. It's completely optional. These ratings are available. Not everybody uses them, but I mean, they have absolute no impact on any individual's credit or the ability to access any of our other services at all. Okay, that was back in March. Now, that's Bank of America. Let me give you this story from Citigroup today in Bloomberg. Citigroup will eventually expect borrowers to have a credible plan for measuring and reducing their carbon footprint as part of the bank's pledge to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions. So they have made a promise to the globe. I promise you. That we're going we're gonna to have zero net emissions on all the loans that we make. We will not hurt Big Blue. We're not going to do it. So for them to have no emissions zero net emissions that means they can't loan any money out to people who are investing in brown industries do you what's your esg score who are you investing in because we can't invest in you if you're investing in anything brown the firm says they are still formulating plans for how it will go about pulling off its pledge Chief Executive Officer Jane Frazier said Tuesday at the Wall Street Journal CEO Council Conference, when asked how the firm would respond to natural gra- uh, a natural gas driller looking for a 30-year loan to build infrastructure, Frazier said, well, it'll start with a conversation. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a credible plan and they're not able to come up with targets and metrics and disclosures, then it'll be a shorter conversation. Citigroup's climate plans are a key push for Frazier, who made the pledge to achieve net zero emissions by 2050 on her first day. Frazier was one of the many financiers who uh, descended on Glasgow earlier this year for a climate summit, where she called for global leaders to set consistent sustainability standards that would make it easier for clients to invest in green projects. She said her firm isn't a fan of the idea of simply asking clients to dispose of any so-called brown assets, which would just shift the problem to a new owner. 
She cautioned that banks also have to consider the ramifications of quickly pulling support for carbon-laden industries without any backup plan. If we're shutting down a lot of brown assets in certain communities, and then we're not providing alternative employment sources and driving finances into local entrepreneurs and building out the alternatives, this is going to be a very unpleasant and socially unpleasant transition that we all have to go through. No, we actually don't all have to go through that. No, huh? No, you're deciding, you and those of you in Davos, this is the Davos plan. You know, you always say, oh, man, they're all just these great guys going to the ski resort, you know, talk about money and things. And it's great that they're all getting together in Davos. This, the Great Reset is from Davos. It is the Davos plan. I don't know about you, but I haven't been invited to Davos in quite a long time. Oh, in fact, never. Have you? Your voice isn't being heard in this. You're just going to have to go through that that really socially unpleasant transition that we all have to go through. Because why? Why do we have to go through this? Oh, oh that's right. Because they've decided you don't have a say in it. So when they said, you know, we're not going to do this, you know, on loans, it's that that's ridiculous. It's not going to have an effect on anybody. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is one step closer now to the Great Reset. This is one step closer to you not being able to get a loan for something you want to do. And if you want to buy a dirty old house, oh my gosh, what are your plans to make sure that that's a greenhouse? What are your plans to make sure that that doesn't take all that oil to heat that house? I mean, we'll help you. You just have to take out a loan you know, to make sure you do all that. Oh, that might be a loan you can't afford. Then maybe you shouldn't have the house. But we can sell it to somebody like BlackRock who has the money. And they have the credibility with the bank to be able to turn that into a green, green house. And then you could rent it from them. See how this is working? Hmm. It's, 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 it's insanity. But let me give you this from the New York Times. I love this. Saul Amarova, a Cornell Law School professor whom critics painted as a communist after President Biden picked her for a key banking regulator job. She withdrew from consideration for the post on Tuesday. Mm, In a letter to the White House. That's sad, by Hmm? the way. Hmm? That's sad. Is it? Yeah, I I mean, because we talk so much about her and it didn't seem like anybody else knew anything about her. Yeah. I I don't remember it. (laughs) Was there was really nobody talking else this. talking about it. This audience uh, by itself basically made this one happen. And thank God it did. Uh, she is. Um, well, you just look up some of her hit quotes. Uh, I'm going to I'm just going to mm. read what the New York Times said about her in a letter to the White House. Ms. Amarova said it was no longer tenable for her to seek the position of comptroller of the currency. Mr. Biden, who said Ms. Amarova had lived the American dream by escaping her birthplace in the former Soviet Union. I'm sorry. Did she escape? Did she escape? No, she was over here on uh, an educational uh, visa. She was over here when the Soviet Union fell. So she didn't escape. In fact, she loved the Soviet Union. She thought it was a pretty great place. Saul would have been, she would have brought invaluable insight and perspective to our important work 
on behalf of the American people, he said. But unfortunately, from the very beginning of her nomination, Saul was subjected to inappropriate personal attacks that were far beyond the pale. Oh, my gosh. What were some of those personal attacks, Stu? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I first of all, the New York Times in their tweet about this story, yeah. I think, nailed it. They yeah. said she's a Cornell law professor whom President Biden picked for a key banking regulator job. She's withdrawing. Bank lobbyists and Republicans painted her as a communist because she was born in the Soviet Union. Yeah, it's xenophobia. It was just because she was born there. Now, it's weird because I don't remember painting Melania Trump as a communist because she was born in the Soviet Union. But yeah, but you thought it. That's a dog whistle, Stu. Really? Yeah, we all thought it. Dog hmm. whistle, dog whistle. I don't remember Melania, thinking it Melania, communist! Right? That's what we were no. all thinking. No, we actually yeah. were like, this is an amazing story. A woman yeah. who was born what? in why, the Why Soviet isn't Union. this a big deal? Right. It's an incredible. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. no one seemed mm. to care about it at mm. all, including the New York Times. Well, the New York Times might have had a little bit in their dog whistle racism uh, and xenophobia, you know, they might have thought, well, if Melania is with Donald Trump, of course he has an affinity to Russia because she's a communist. Ms. Amaroma faced months of criticism from Republicans and bank lobbyists who cast her as a threat to the American economy. Lobbyists began to oppose her almost as soon as her nomination was announced, saying she wanted to replace the banking industry's functions with services provided by the Federal Reserve. They pointed to a 2020 paper that she had written about the ways the Fed could use its own digital currency with central bankers that had already begun to consider creating. As comptroller, she would have had to coordinate with bank regulators at the Federal Reserve, but would not have the authority to make changes to the banking system's structure, dummy. Some lobbyists, including the incoming chairman of a group representing community bankers, and the chief executive of another group that focuses on big banks also shared a Wall Street Journal editorial suggesting that Ms. Amarova's Soviet childhood meant she couldn't be trusted. Now, I will tell you, I read that Wall Street Journal, and it is her childhood in the Soviet Union that made me go, hmm, can we trust her? She wasn't playing with Lincoln logs. <laughs> they weren't talking about Lincoln over in the Soviet Union. Can we trust her? Because she wasn't playing with a chatty Kathy doll. Oh, no, no. It was a Soviet doll. This is the craziest things I've ever heard. Republicans in, com in, in Congress mimic the lobbyist criticism, saying Miss Amarova's academic work and her Soviet origins should disqualify her. Yeah, her academic work should have. In exchange, in an exchange that drew gasps from Democrats during Miss Amarova's hearing before the Senate Banking Committee, Senator John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana, demanded that he know whether or not Miss uh, uh, Amarova had ever resigned from a communist youth group that Soviet children were forced to join. I don't know whether to call you professor or comrade, he said, but the Republican opposition would not have mattered had Senate Democrats been united in favor of Ms. Amarova. Her nomination was ultimately doomed by a lack of support from moderates, making her the Biden administration's third high-profile nominee to bow out. Okay, let me ask you this. If your problem came from your Democratic moderates, 
then she probably isn't a moderate to most Democrats because you only have a few moderates left that you haven't taken out back and shot in the head. Uh, and if it was those moderates, it's really not the xenophobic uh, crazed callings and catcalls from Republicans. It is really, truly, you don't like a moderate candidate. Every candidate you're putting up is saying th- crazy things like we should close all of the banks and there should only be one bank, the Fed, and the Fed will just open up accounts for everybody. And all of the loans and everything can be done by the Federal Reserve. That doesn't sound like a very American idea. And if that is the new America, then I don't want any part of that. And yes, I will fight against a bank monopoly held by our federal government. Or worse yet, five private corporations that kind of pose as government. Christmas season is such a great time of the year, and with friends and family coming over to your home, it is the best time of the year to deck out your house. Why stop at the seasonal decor? You know what I'm saying? If you haven't been to Blinds.com yet, now is the time to get those new window treatments. With prices cut up to 35% site-wide, Blinds.com can make your dream home a reality. And updating the window treatments may seem like a small home improvement, but trust me, it makes a huge difference. Upgrade one room or your whole house with huge savings on premium blinds, stylish shades, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. You'll never find any misleading quotes or hidden fees. That's why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. They've got over 40,000 five-star reviews. So whether you do it yourself or let them handle the situation, um, you can just call them. The design consultants are always available to help, and they're free. Blinds.com. Save up to 35% off everything site-wide right now. Blinds.com. 35% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. Glenn Beck and Kyle Rittenhouse go one-on-one. Tonight, the real villain of the Rittenhouse story. I actually talked to him, uh, did this interview yesterday. It's going to air tonight. We'll play some clips here in a minute. Um, He's a fascinating guy. And I don't think the guy everybody thinks he is. Everybody thinks he's some sort of a a, a conservative crusader. He's not. He's not. He's a kid. Um, And uh, I think a really decent, nice, nice kid. Uh, But he is a kid, nonetheless. Uh, And... I said to him, has justice been served? And he said, yes. I don't think it has. Yeah, I disagree with him on that. Point. Yeah. Yeah. He, he should have never been charged. And until that uh, that uh-huh. sort of stuff is rectified and what happened to him in the media is in rectified. The media. I said, the, 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 so they didn't get you. OK, so you were found uh, not guilty. So justice has been served there. But. They're still calling you a racist white supremacist. They're still doing it. The press that ginned this whole thing up until there's justice there. There won't be justice until there's justice with this out of control prosecutor. That thing should have never come to court. Never should have never gone to court. And yet it did. Why? 
because the prosecutor is is either somebody who just cares about, you know, his approval ratings or was doing it because the mob said, but it had nothing to do with justice. And that should be corrected. That's when justice will be served. And we should also point out the only reason he was able to do this interview with you not in a jail cell is because of conservative media members who risked their lives uh, to film the footage and luckily caught it all because without that, he'd be in prison for the next 50 years or more. Yeah, I talked to him about that. Without the video coverage of the event and the video coverage in the trial, do you think you'd be free? Here is answer tonight. Kyle Rittenhouse, one-on-one with me, the real villain of the Rittenhouse story. Tonight, 9 p.m., blazetv.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Holidays are finally here. Christmas is right around the corner. And if you're planning to cook some big meals when your friends and family are over, trust me when I say you are going to want a Rectech. It is great. It's just the best. Whether it's smoking, grilling, or baking, the Rectech is the way to go. Now, you can't take your turkey and put it in the hot oils, you know, and cause some horrible fire where everybody ends up in the hospital. But everything else you can do with your Rectech. Ever since we got one in my home, we have been exploring. Tanya's going to make pizza in the Rectech. It, it does everything, and everything comes out perfect because it has smart grill technology. Order your grill. It makes a great holiday gift. Order your grill for the holidays now. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech with a Q, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. It is a great griller, smoker, and even baker. Rectech.com. You can get your Let's Go Brandon holiday socks right now. BlazeSocks.com. You can use the code Glen20 to save 20%. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is the holiday season and uh, it is time to spend time with your family and friends and reconnect with the things that are important. And we need to reconnect. It's been, you know, we're going on two years of lockdown madness in some states and uh, we feel further from our family and our friends than I think we ever have. I, I just spent some time with a friend of mine. I was, went over to the house and I said, how long has it been? Two years. I mean, it's these two years have just disappeared on us. Use the time to reconnect and reconnect with the real values. There's a book out called uh, life on Christmas Eve. It's a novel. I told you about it before. Um, and it is a, a book written by one of my writers, the guy who uh, there I have two writers and researchers uh, that are, you know, that's their primary only real job is to write the Wednesday night specials. And uh, Nathan Nipper is one of them. And he takes two weeks to write one of those specials. I, you know, I I do them every week, but. Uh, these writers need, you know, need to skip every other one or something. But uh, so Nathan uh, is one of the guys who writes. And if you've ever watched any of our specials and thought, wow, that was really important. 
He's one of the guys responsible for it. And he's written a book, Life on Christmas Eve, which has been in the works for how long? I mean, <clears throat> as a story over 10 years. <laughs> yeah. How did you how did you find the time to write? Because I work you to the bone. Yeah. How did you find well, time to write this? I wouldn't have. Uh, I actually wrote the first draft of that six years ago and just sort of tinkered with it, you know, over the ensuing mm. six years. Very slow. I'm a slow writer. Uh, you may have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so, Not true. So, yeah, um, first draft was over six years ago, and then, you know, it's just been tinkering tell sto- with it. Tell the story quickly. Now, let me tell you this, because he's a really <laughs> humble guy, and he's not going to say, as I told you the last time he was on, um, he'll never bring this up, but he has three kids, and uh, they don't have, they were born without faces. And so he wrote this book to be able to this is why I ask you to go to Amazon.com right now and get the book Life on Christmas Eve so he can get the surgeries needed uh, for his children to have faces. I understand you got eyebrows. We had to start there. Right. You got to start there. somewhere. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you only got three eyebrows. Yes. Instead of the full six. It's true. It's rare. Yeah. Um, to but have just, that so, problem, but. And it's weird to start with the eyebrows before the eyes. But anyway, go ahead and tell me about Life on Christmas Eve. What's sure. Story? Yeah, um, Life on Christmas Eve is about a 31-year-old small-town woman who finally watches uh, It's a Wonderful Life for the very first time. And shortly after she does, she starts to notice some unusual, weird similarities between a, a few things that happened to her and things that happened in the movie. And so her journey to sort of figure out why these things might be happening uh, leads her to an encounter with a mysterious stranger, we'll say, on, on Christmas Eve. Now, it, d- do you mention the pandas that you saved? Uh, don't believe... I, I, those yeah. were, See, he's, again, he's be being cut. very humble. <laughs> Nathan is responsible, really, single-handedly, for getting pandas taken off of the endangered species list. Uh, he really... He's big on pandas. So you might say he's a conservative, writes for Glenn Beck. Yeah, but he is really big into pandas. And this book has nothing to do with that. But I just thought maybe if you like pandas, you might think, ah, you know what? What's what's a few bucks going his way for his kids? And I also like pandas. And it's a good book. <laughs> Life on Christmas Eve. So uh, would I see this on Hallmark? Um, believe it or not, as heartwarming as this book is. Yeah. It's uh, a little. I, it's a little dark, honestly, for them. <laughs> um Probably in, in yeah. a couple spots. Yeah. So, but I also because I've read the book, it also isn't. Uh, now, it's, I could be really harsh. I don't mean to be so harsh because it, maybe it's just me, but not quite as formulaic as movies on Hallmark are. I, well, I appreciate that. I yeah. was sort of trying for that. Yeah, uh, you were trying you know, if you're for gonna, the non-formulaic Christmas, right? right. Yeah, I mean, it works for Hallmark. It does. Uh, but uh, gosh darn it, those movies are so surprising. Even at the my, end of each one. My 14-year-old son, the other night, Hallmark Channel is on, and I'm barely paying attention to it. And he actually said, you know, uh, it seems like they really go for quantity over quality. Now, <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue. And I, I thought now, it's that was weird because on. your son without eyes or a mouth uh, was watching Hallmark. Well, and you can, you can hear that. it and discern a lot. Oh, okay. From another okay. room. So right. they do have ears. Yes. I mean, that's something you probably should have disclosed. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who are trying like, to get gosh, sympathy or something. <laughs> what is? What are you trying to do here? Well, we have to be able to communicate. Hey, let's not talk down to him. He is. I don't know if you know this, Stu, but he is the guy who. You remember those Chilean miners that were trapped? 
Yeah. He dug him out by hand. Really? Yeah. He, he's going he's gonna to deny that, but that's how humble he is. Wow. I yeah. mean, I, humility person, is really his big deal. You're sort of like the Forrest Gump of our generation. <laughs> it, it, it's like that. Wow. And wouldn't you like to own the book? Written by our real Forrest Gump. Real life Forrest Gump. And, and, and my, my understanding is correct. That movie was based on the life of Nathan Nipper. Nathan Nipper, the <laughs> life on Christmas Eve a novel. And you can get it uh, at Amazon or bookstores anywhere. Last time uh, they ran out of books. They did. They did yeah. run out of books. You have um, books now this time? Yes, but I mean, they actually had to do an for Amazon an emergency uh, paperback edition. Like, really? I, really? I think the, the hard copies are almost gone as well, wow. for hardcover. So. Well, you know what I don't like about hardcovers? <laughs> What's that? Well, um, the hardcovers remind me about, remind me, uh, bring flashbacks of the Unabomber to mind. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. It. That's random. Yeah. I don't understand and, Well, why. it's a weird thing. I was reading a book when I heard about the first explosion, and okay. uh, so it is, It they give me the willies a little bit. I like soft covers better, but do you know that How he's the guy? guy? Hmm? Nathan. Nathan was the guy. Caught. He was the neighbor uh, of the first bomb, and uh, he was like, that seems weird, that guy in that sweatshirt, and he drew up. Remember that sketch? I remember the sketch. Yeah, he drew it up himself. So you're a you're an you, you're a artist as a well. A crime artist. I've been known to draw. Here yeah. And there. Okay. Yeah, a little wow. bit here and there. So how many times has Nathan saved your life? I think that's a question as an audience member you need to ask yourself. And what have you done to thank him? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about <laughs> buying Life on Christmas Eve? That's one way to do it. I think it's the probably the most important way you could. Mm. Everything else seems a little shallow. <laughs> uh, life. <laughs> I mean. He's responsible for the moon land. Well, I'm not going to get into it because it makes him uncomfortable. But Life on Christmas Eve mm. by Nathan Nipper. It's a great holiday read. You can get it everywhere, wherever books are sold. I mean, and, I mean, probably not porn shops. That's true. And they Well, That's they don't sell books. I don't know if they sell books. Do they sell books, Nathan? I do not know. Nathan yeah. owns a giant chain of porn yeah. shops across the country. This, that one's probably not helping, right? <laughs> He was the first guy to actually develop a porn yeah, shop. No, it's yeah, true. so uh, anyway. I, I could say definitely that is not that, true. Definitely not true. Life on Christmas Eve. Pick this up at Amazon right now, or we will come back and talk to you more about the things that Nathan has done that should make you want to buy this book. Mm-hmm. Beyond, it's a really good book. Life on Christmas Eve uh, by Nathan Nipper. I'm waiting until you get online. Still waiting. Here's another great book that you have to have under the Christmas tree for this uh, season. If you are a parent or a grandparent, you have anybody in your life. And I don't honestly, some of these are kids, kids books, but, you know, young adult and adult books as well. Don't get excited, Nathan. Um, the Tuttle Twins explain how our economy works. It explains how our republic works. Why freedom is so important. These are the books that will prevent your kids from being brainwashed in school. It is really hard because most of us don't know how to teach these things. It's a growing library of resources now from the Tuttle Twins. They have toddlers and children's books that explore the principles of freedom using stories and pictures. They have a free market curriculum with lessons that explore how free markets work. So your kids can understand supply and demand and inflation. Your kid will understand inflation, quite honestly, 
better than the Fed will after you read the Tuttle Twins books. Giving these books and curriculum is great for your kids and grandkids, but honestly, it's good for anybody who reads them, and it is essential if we want to save our country. We must know these principles. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the books and the curriculum for all the kids and teenagers in your life. Holiday discount of 40%. Get the workbooks for free. Give your kids and your country the gift of liberty. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Coming up in just a second, we're going to... um, get into the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, special that airs tonight at uh, 9 p.m. on Blaze TV. Uh, you can watch it at 9.30 Eastern on YouTube.com slash Blaze TV. But please become a member and join us at Blaze TV. There's so many great reasons to do it. Uh, one of which is we work really, really hard to bring you relevant information and information that you're not going to find everywhere else. And a and a uh, point of view that you're not going to find everywhere else. And if you find anything that we do, you know, that you get for free of value, join us. Become a member of the family and uh, join us. Help build the network of tomorrow. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You have a uh, special with Kyle Rittenhouse on tonight. Yeah. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, right after a brand new Stu Does America. Wow. And in uh, that special, you talk to Kyle about how he obviously his entire experience. And you think back to that incident. We just mentioned it. The only reason he's not in prison is because there were conservative journalists, including Blaze TV's own Elijah Schaefer, who was there. Oh, I think Elijah was was incredibly inc- key, incredibly key. He was the first he was the guy who did the only interview with Kyle on the street that before night, the shooting before the shooting yeah and and put a put a different picture i mean when you when you first saw the video even of the actual incident it was of course being reported that he was a white supremacist and he was gun crazy it was elijah's interview that really turned that narrative around initially for instance here's the interview listen this is the buddy's business. What are you guys doing out here? We're protecting from the citizens, and I just got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd. So you had non-lethal, but you, you didn't respond. We don't have non-lethal. So you guys are full on ready to defend the property. Yes, we are. Now, if I can ask, can you guys step back? Medical EMS right here. I'm an EMP. This is that clip partially and some other stuff uh, that was shot by Elijah and others, uh, in the conser- in, mainly in conservative media. Uh, was able to show i mean you should you see he's leaving this interview this this guy who all he wants is attention for his white supremacy leaving the interview to uh to give medical attention to black lives matter right. protesters and <laughs> he know, said, and they attacked him mm. he and elijah said you have you have a weapon and uh kyle says yeah but but it's i don't have non-lethal so in other words they can do whatever they want, but unless my life is in jeopardy, mm-hmm. I'm not using it because mm-hmm. I have only lethal uh, weapons. That shows he's in control of himself and his weapon, and he's not itching for a fight. Yeah, and yeah, I will say, you know, when you, as you're pitching people you know, around the holidays here to think about supporting Blaze TV, a lot of this stuff has happened this year. I mean, think of all the things that have been exposed. Think about... All the stuff that we went through with Afghanistan, the coverage that we had there, not to mention your own uh, charitable efforts to actually remove people from Afghanistan uh, that were American citizens and uh, Christians in danger. 
Um, but I mean, all of these things I think work together in some way. And, uh, I, while I think you get really fantastic shows like Studios America on this network, Oof. you also get, uh, I think the, uh, the ability to be part of something that is bigger than that, you know, there, the pushback on the Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist narrative came solely from places like blaze TV and other conservative outlets that didn't back down immediately when everyone was calling him a white supremacist. We didn't say, we know he's not. We just said, where's the evidence for this claim? Mm -hmm. Can you, can you prove this? Wait a minute. We're seeing the video. Where's the evidence that he was targeting people all over the place. He's running away from them. And that sort of stuff was only covered by conservative media for a very long time and i think and still kind of is and still kind of is yeah uh, it is i part. tell you we we are making an impact and i say we not meaning just the blaze i mean conservative media they are terrified of us they are they're terrified if they could shut us down today they would but they know they can't now does that mean they're not going to no i think they're going to I think that's a matter of, of time and to see what happens. But the conservative movement is growing stronger and stronger. And I can't even say it's conservative movement. The common sense movement. I'm a conservative, but I'm also a common sense guy. And I, I can live next door to people who have wildly different views than me. But I believe in the Bill of Rights. And that's, that's my movement is the Bill of Rights. The rights of free people to remain free. We can disagree on policies all you want, but not on the rights. That's and look at what's happening. They are um, they're skewing the mainstream media. I don't know if you saw this about the White House having a briefing, several briefings with all of the main anchors and the main uh, news uh, mm. groups uh, to talk to about their coverage of the White House and the economy and COVID. Those guys are all. That's all propaganda. That's all that is. And the American people know it. I mean, did you see Bill de Blasio, what, yesterday said he was going to make uh, vaccines mandatory yeah. uh, in, for everybody in New York? Yesterday, it was the city council, wasn't it, that said, no, we're not going to do that. The courts shut it down today, yeah. Okay. Um, um, so the courts did it. The courts have been speaking loudly on this, but it looks like they're even losing support from Democrats now in the House and the Senate on the vaccine mandates. They're not even going to get enough Democrats to go on that. That's because you've been allowed to hear another side and not feel so alone. You're not alone. And millions of Americans who may vote differently than you do agree and are starting to wake up. And that's a great thing and a great reason to become part of our team at blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn20. This is the Glenn Back Program. Last hour of the broadcast today. Um, and it's brought to you in part by Rectech. Literally only a couple of weeks away from Christmas. And I know what you're thinking. How am I going to cook all that food to absolute perfection? I have the answer for you. It is Rectech. Rectech. It comes with a, um, uh, a sensor that makes sure that everything is perfect. It's a smart grill uh, app. And you can 
put this uh, sensor into the food and you can watch it on your phone. You can control the entire thing. It actually adjusts if there's like a cold wave, it'll adjust the temperature inside. Or if you open the, the uh, door of it, it adjusts the temperature to make sure that it's always cooking perfectly. And it lets you know when it is done. It makes a great Christmas gift. It's great for cooking anything. Order your grill for the holidays today. Go to Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q. All right, final hour of the program coming up in just a second. Stand by. 15 seconds. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. It is Wednesday tonight at 9 p.m. Kyle Rittenhouse. We're going to play some of the clips for you in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program. If you've been keeping track of the airlines recently, you know that flying pretty much anywhere for Christmas is going to cost you an arm and a leg. You might be thinking to yourself, why not drive? Great idea, as long as you don't have a breakdown, and if your warranty is not out of date. Remember the arm and leg we were just talking about? For a covered repair right now with your car, CarShield is a lifesaver. Not only do they offer the coast-to-coast roadside assistance, but they're going to deal personally, personally with the mechanic of your choice to get it fixed. So you bring it into the dealership or wherever you want to bring it, and they deal with the mechanic. They take care of the bill. You're not waiting for them to reimburse you. You also will get uh, your uh, service done and a rental car while yours is in the shop. That could be a huge amount of time. I don't think people are even thinking about this. A huge amount of time of your car being in the shop if they can't get the right parts. They will save you thousands of dollars. Car Shield, the best defense against costly repairs that will put your, your, uh, your plans and your finances into a deep freeze. Call carshield.com slash Beck now. Save 10%. Carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. You know, I went uh, shopping uh, yesterday for my uh, for my wife and uh, really couldn't find anything. Uh, not because I didn't know what to get her, just because uh, nothing was And the mall was sad. It really was really sad. Like mm. a lot of the stores closed. And I mean, this is I went to uh, what is it? North Park. Mm-hmm. It's a mall in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. big mall in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, closed. A lot of it is closed. Mm. strangely the parking lots were still absolutely <laughs> packed um that could just be like a universal law it has nothing to do with yeah. how many people are shopping yeah. you just can't get close to a mall on christmas and god help me i went shoe shopping for my wife uh mm. and uh yeah 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 
I didn't get any, but uh, I That's... went in. Have you ever have you ever done any shoe shopping at Nordstrom's? Mm, I don't. I don't think I have. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You. There are more salespeople than there are cars in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, like every two steps you take. Have you been helped? Yes, yes, I've been helped. Maybe that's where all the employees are. Uh, maybe it's not a shortage. I mean, They're there was no the same shortage store. in the shoe department at North. <laughs> zero shortage. There were too many people that were there, but it was very delightful. And um, it does feel like w- the worst case scenario pre Christmas has not come to fruition. Is that safe to say? Uh, that you can't get anything. You can't get anything. The stores are bare. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that. At this point, if you're if you have kids, which I do, mm-hmm. you've probably done a good chunk of your Christmas shopping. Yeah, not no. You haven't done a good chunk no. of Mm-mm. of your. Well, I mean, a no. responsible parent by this time, yeah, has or done, a responsible grandparent. No, no, no. <laughs> don't hit either of those. But like, no. I I went to. Uh, um, I'm not saying you're completely done with it, but you've probably purchased things. You know, we've uh, gone through some stuff for the kids and been able to find it. It's you know, uh, you haven't done a darn thing. Not, 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 not. I was at the mall this weekend. It was very crowded. You know, the stores still seem to have stuff in them. Yeah. It's not like you're not getting the Venezuela possibilities that we were really making, hoping that we wouldn't get. Now, yeah. That doesn't mean it's not around the corner. And certain, certain things, we have had that, th- those types of problems. I found yesterday, and this was just, you know, this was just for the things I was looking for. I wasn't for kids. If you're expecting something to be in the back room, no, it's not going to be in the no, no, they don't, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, you know, I don't know. We had these big, you know, magical ideas that there is this big storehouse that can I, you know, you have this in purple and pink polka dot. Yeah. Oh, sure. I got that in the back. Where, you know, no, uh-uh. right. Like we're seeing it's interesting. We're seeing more problems, I feel like, with things that are more important to your day to day life, like certain items, you know, construction supplies, certain foods, certain, uh, you know, things like that have been harder to find than maybe a normal Christmas present. Uh, that's not a good thing for the economy and civilization generally, but maybe it doesn't ruin your yeah, kids. Christmas. I mean, you know, sure. You can't get the turkey, uh, right. you know, but you have toys under the tree. Well, they did. Again, we, I think we talked about this a little bit around Thanksgiving, but they do have big turkeys, not small ones. How, what an American problem to have. Yeah. What What do you mean you don't have? Oh, you you know, this might have been, you were off that week. That's right. Oh, I have, oh, I have an update on something else. Remind me. Go ahead. So this, the turkeys. issue, the issue with the turkeys yeah. was that they didn't have a lot of small ones. The reason right. for that is because last year there was a, a, a lot of holiday celebrations that didn't happen because of COVID. So not a lot of turkeys so those, lost their lives. Those turkeys lived an extra year. And grew Huge. really big. Uh-huh. So it was really hard to find the uh-huh. small ones this year, uh-huh. but easier to find the large turkeys. So, I mean, again, that's not the worst problem to have. But again, that is annoying. You're spending a lot more money on, on you know, turkey you don't need. So that is uh, that is an issue. You know, there's sure. a um, I just thought of turkeys because uh, we did make a very small turkey uh, this year at home. Um, and uh, and that's unusual for us. Uh, but we, you know, I told you we got the the stove that we waited a year for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It won't fit anything but a small turkey. I mean, because we couldn't look at it because they didn't have one, mm-hmm. and so you know, we just assumed you know it's it's a big stove, so it'll have no, uh-uh. no, it doesn't. So the one you waited all this time, all for? this time for, 
Now, sucks. It's the wrong size. Well, no, it's not the wrong size. It's uh, the size they make, I guess. And they changed the model. And uh, <laughs> it's it's not quite as big on the interior. <laughs> Why do I get bigger so on the exterior, smaller on the interior, which it's- is. Something I need to examine about myself. I don't know why I get so excited when these things happen to you. Like, yeah. I just, I can't help but I smile. I when... took a picture for you, actually, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> really? I got home yesterday, and uh, <laughs> I walk into the kitchen, and it's all taped up with with plastic, and you can, you have to, like, go through a maze of plastic. And I thought to myself, I got to take a picture of this for Stu, because two weeks, it'll be done in two weeks. So You're never going to it's have never your house gonna be never going to be done. Never going to be done. It's going to be like that Winchester house, you know, that in California that just mm-hmm. went on and on and on, yeah. you know, because the lady thought, you know, Winchester, uh, my family has caused so many deaths. If the hammering stops, the ghost will come and drag me into hell. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, she was dragged into hell, but the hammering never stopped. And so they just kept building the house. Mine's not going to get any bigger. It's just never going to get done. Just never be done. And this is so, going to go on. I mean, now what they're thank saying. Thank you. You don't need the, to. Well, well, first of all, your home is going to never be repaired. Uh, and then that will also go to the end of 2023. But they're saying the inflation problems are looking at least into 2023 now, which doesn't seem that transitory to me. No, and like it doesn't seem opposite. good. We're at 6.2, and that's bogus. That's a bogus number. If you would. 6.2% inflation? Yeah, 6.2% inflation. That is an absolute bogus number. If you actually looked at the rate of inflation, we're probably. The, the way that we used to measure it, not this newfangled, hey, we're. What? Gas? Meat? Food? Clothing? Doesn't count. (laughs) If you measure it the way we've always measured it in the past, in the 90s, we would be at about 13% inflation. If we did it like we did in the 80s, we'd be almost at uh, 15% inflation. And when they looked, they they went, they did an index of a bunch of like key items for people, and it was something Mm -hmm. like 24%. And they're like, well, wages have risen 4%, though. You know, oh, so, oh, okay. You all should right. be fine. But that right. is really their argument. It well, is. wages are coming up too, and they have come up a little bit. Uh, I guess that's generally good. It seems, though, no, the reason. No, when prices continue to go up. Well, I mean, it's good if your wages go up um, to chase those prices, I suppose. However, when it seems like the wages are mainly going up because not enough people are showing up to jobs. Well, here's a, the thing. There's the, a crunch on the labor the supply. The Fed just came out and said they're very concerned because now people have less savings than they've had in a very long time. Now, just I, I told you over the summer, they were fine. They said, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine because Americans are spending like there's no tomorrow. Uh, because they have more savings than they've had in a very long time. Well, as I said to you, those that more savings, you know, what the cash people had, that's because the government was giving them cash. And if you don't keep giving them cash, they're not going to have the cash to keep spending. Mm. And so now we don't have now where everybody's hitting the end of their savings, the end of their their government bubbles. Yeah. And now people are going to be in real trouble. The savings rates are coming down. They've been watching that really closely. Yes. Because, you know, if you think about it, you're getting a bunch of free money from the government. This is not everybody, by the way. A lot of people this didn't happen to. But a lot of people got free money from the government and were scared to go outside and do things. Mm-hmm. So they didn't spend on vacations. They didn't spend on anything. They didn't go to the movies. They didn't go out to dinner. They were basically at home and terrified about the future, so they were saving as much money as they could. So the savings rates through the pandemic were really solid. I mean, Mm -hmm. really solid for a bunch of sort of artificial reasons. 
you come out of the other side, people are now willing to go do things and, and spend money. They tell you to spend, and then when you start spending, they tell you not to spend. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 insane. It's insane. Here's the thing: people are going to start if the government doesn't write another massive check to people. It will mean that soon people are going to have to go back to work. And once they go back to work, that will help unclog a lot of this stuff. Prices will go back to being somewhat normal. I mean, not, you know, not not normal, but they won't continue on this uh, pace, I hope, if people start going back to work. We'll still have high inflation but it, it won't be no end uh, or no top of it in sight. We have to get back to work. It's so bizarre to live in America and, and see things closed, uh, go into places and they don't have it. Um, you know, things you're, we're just not used to that. I went to McDonald's yesterday. That's a stunning announcement. You I know. can't just break that to us like I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so my daughter and I, we went to McDonald's. I went for her, not for me. Of course. And uh, we went to McDonald's, and there's a sign on it that says, we are serving a limited menu. Yep, limited menu. And there, at least the one near where I live is only open for like a few hours a right. day inside, like only in the main hours. Yeah. So you, the drive-through stays open a little bit longer, but like if you want to go in, you know, nine o'clock at night, you can't. They're not even open because they don't have enough employees. They didn't have soda. They didn't have soda. They didn't have soda. Now I went there the they other were day out. with my kids, and they wanted to get ice cream, and uh, they didn't have the machine. The machine was broken because it's McDonald's, and that's what happens at McDonald's. They're always broken. So that one I don't think has anything to do. With the, uh, no, I've never the noticed that. And oh, it's a uh, it's a very well known thing for their ice cream, ice cream and shakes. Yeah, okay, well, ice cream and shakes. They, they don't really need a machine because it's not really ice cream. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it, maybe it is now. Maybe they, you know, maybe maybe the cows said, you you know, enough is enough here. If you're going to take the milk, you got to at least make it in McDonald's with milk. Uh, I don't know, but they. I think it was like a. It, it, there, was there might have been some nuclear energy yeah. <laughs> used in those shake machines. So, you know, you can understand the meltdown. The, from the bottom line, this is America. I want it when I want it. Do you understand? I'm not going to yeah. live like Europe. Yeah. I'm not going to learn to love getting three-week delays on things. Right. No. This is, this is the thing. Don't accept this. Yeah. I mean, it's not anybody's fault. We're all in this together. But let's not lower our standards and go, well, that's just the way it is. Let's get back to work. Let's go find ways to beat this. I'd be really interested to see you do some stuff on the anti-work movement. I did a little bit on it last night on, on my show. And it, the anti... Hang on. just. Oh, my God. That's where we are. You have folks. to open another door. It's like Advent Day. Advent calendars every day. Hmm. Uh, open a door and... Ooh, what's there? Anti-work <laughs> the movement. anti-work movement. We'll get to that here in just a second. First... Uh, let me tell you about Goldline. If you're one of the few people who haven't gotten the memo yet... The Fed is not your friend. These are the geniuses that brought us the crash of 08. That was them. That was the big banks. Then they brought us TARP. That was the Fed. That was the big banks. Now we have this. Who was it that walked into the Oval Office when Donald Trump said, what do we do? It was the Fed. Close down the economy. 
Here's the plan. They're not your friend and they're printing money. And as we were just talking about, inflation is going through the roof. If they continue to, imp- to, to print money, there's, there's no end to this. No end. Gold and silver are a hedge against excess and excessive inflation. Or worse, hyperinflation. I want you to call Goldline today to find out how to protect the money that you do have. This week only. Goldline is offering a free two-ounce silver maple flex bar with qualifying purchase of $5 gold Indians. The maple flex bar is something I helped design with the Canadian Mint and Goldline. It's something that you can you know, put in your car or you can keep in your wallet. And if you're out someplace and things are crazy, this is a September 11th lesson, you'll have something that is worth some money to be able to get you wherever you need to go. And the $5 Indian coins are also the ones that I buy. And you can ask them why I buy them at 866-GOLDLINE. They're standing by for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You have your socks yet, little boy? What's it? You want socks from from Blaze Media dot? I don't know. The elves will bring them. Uh, how do you get your socks from Blaze Media? Uh, BlazeSocks.com. That's a really clever, catchy. It doesn't work for me, but I know you'll remember it. BlazeSocks.com. BlazeSocks.com. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, they've got uh, got Go Brandon socks, which are very festive. Let's go. Brandon let's go Brandon yeah you can check uh, it out there and uh also one with a a naked uh butt and uh little uh poop emojis that says let's go Brandon apparently Uh, no discount on those socks by the way a hundred percent full price they want you to pay yeah you have Glenn 20 on all the other merch 20 percent off not the socks screw you on the socks you buy them full price you get nothing what will you get socks well, yeah, you and get you, get to, you, you, you buy them full price, it. or you, you get can nothing. explain you at Christmas. How did I not explain that correctly? You, you buy them at full price, or you get nothing. Those are your two options. Merry Christmas! Wow, you're a Grinch. <laughs> you get to you get the uh, the honor of explaining why the naked butt and the poop emojis are on the Let's Go Brandon socks. One of the <laughs> pairs, right? Uh, and that's uh, you get to say to your friend who you know votes differently than you. You can say, "Oh, that's to uh, honor." Uh, uh joe biden you know in his trip to meet the pope that is that's, what it is about what it apparently is. It, apparently i didn't make the sock no but you, you support the message you can get them now at uh blaze okay the anti-work movement yes mm. so uh you may have heard this quote from prince harry uh he was talking about the now there's the, another thing they called is the great resignation Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. I don't, I, so this is going to come as a shock. I don't follow Prince Harry. No, no, I didn't think you would necessarily yeah, know okay. that. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it is a an interesting cultural development. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, Prince Harry took a beating because he said, he said, it's a sign of the great resignation. It is a sign that with self-awareness comes the need for change. Many people around the world have been stuck in jobs that didn't bring them joy. And Mm. now they're putting their mental health and happiness first. Mm. This is something to be celebrated. You know, you know, what's really nice about that is, um, you know, first world people get to do that. 
I mean, really, in his case, above first word world people. Like, yeah, the people he's literally all right, a prince. All right, all right, yeah, people who are princes. Yes, they get to do that. They get to. Do there that. are lots of people that are stuck in just jobs that just they shouldn't have. You know, if you thought about being parliament, uh, a member of parliament, <laughs> right. it's awful. Um, you know, but you can find joy in your work, too. A lot of people do. I do. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, you know, so there's some positive message there, right? Like you should try to work, do something that you enjoy yeah. doing. Or you, you could know. just focus on this is the responsibility I have to feed my family. Right. And that's why he kind of took a beating on this. And that like a prince who's married to Rachel from Suits is really going to tell us. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, you know. Yeah, you're not exactly doing dirty jobs. Exactly. Right. And who's going to do the dirty jobs other than Mike Rowe? who is a multimillionaire and still does them. I would like uh, to nominate <laughs> Prince Charles. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I would like to. So yeah. who does those jobs if all we do is look for joy in our work? You ha- sometimes work is hard. Sometimes you do your best to, to get what you can get out of it, but sometimes it's hard and sometimes you don't enjoy it. I mean, I do the show every day. So uh, <laughs> there's this movement, though, on the left that is saying, and it, it's kicked into high gear with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. We sat at home for months and months and months and months and didn't work, and everything kind of turned out fine. We didn't. We still got to pay. We got to play Xbox at home all day. We didn't have to go to work. We got money from the government. Why don't we just continue this? And this has gone back. You remember from Obamacare, Glenn, Nancy Pelosi kind of famously said, oh, well, what if you just you could enjoy your to be an artist and a Mm, a photographer, a musician. You shouldn't have to be stuck in a job to have health insurance. Well, now it's everything they want to move this to. And there's a whole movement called the anti-work movement. I'll give you a couple of the ideas of how they're talking. Working your whole life just to enjoy a few years when you're close to death is one of the biggest scams. It is because it really they're, they're I mean, we're going to lose that. We're not going to get that. <laughs> Our generation is not going to see that. Uh, I know this is the norm in America, but getting home at 6 p.m. and having two to three hours to yourself every night is the craziest crap ever. Yeah, especially mm. when you don't get the two or three hours <laughs> to yourself because you got kids. Sounds amazing. Two yeah. to three hours to myself. To I can't yourself, even I would love that. I would like that in a year, please. <laughs> uh, I'm not jealous of rich people because of the things they have. I'm jealous of rich people because they get to pursue their passions in life without having to work a grueling 40-hour work week just to get by. Yeah, I know. I know. I know a lot of people if- who are wealthy that work 80-hour work weeks. <laughs> Imagine a 40-hour work week. What would that even would that, be like? I don't know what that would Is be like. Is it three days? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program. All right. Personally, I love eating vegetables. I love them. I could eat them morning, noon, and night. You're known as Mr. Vegetable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is between a weird the workouts and whatnot, mm-hmm. I've got vegetables. The problem is I'm contractually obligated to come on this program and pretend that I only like food that's bad for me. Like candy bars. You know what I mean? So I've <laughs> Because I like broccoli, love it, I've found a happy medium. I can talk about a healthy protein bar that tastes like candy bars. Huh? Is that great? If you haven't tried Built Bars yet, you're missing out. They're made with 100% real chocolate. They taste like a candy bar. Also, high in protein and fiber, yet low in fat and carbs. Tasted other protein bars? Never taste a protein bar like Built ever. They are completely different. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 this holiday season. Snack on something healthy that's really good. BEC15. Get 15% off your order now. Promo code BEC15 at Built.com. 
Head over to BlazeSocks.com to get your Let's Go Brandon socks, and for that, you will get you will pay 100% of the price. There will be Bye. no discount for you. BlazeSocks.com. It's not a good sales approach. So Kyle Rittenhouse has been in the uh, studios for the last couple of days, um, and uh, he was here Monday as a guest of Elijah Schaefer, who is joining us now. He's the Blaze TV host of S- uh, Slightly Offensive and the co-host of You Are Here. Um, you Are Here did the interview with Kyle on Monday, and that's because you've kind of become friends with Kyle. Yeah, very good friends, actually. Yeah. It's 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 been a friendship I never thought... I needed, but but after 2020, I need somebody who's gone through worse stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. He's at the top of yeah, the list. Yeah, I think he's at the top of everybody's list right now. Um, let me uh, let me play the first interaction that you had. You were there the night Kyle, right before the shooting happened. You did a quick interview with him. Here it is. This is the buddy's business. What are you guys doing out here? We're protecting from the citizens, and I just got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd. So you had non-lethal, but you, you didn't respond. We don't have non-lethal. So you guys are full on ready to defend the property. Yes, we are. Now, if I can ask, can you guys step back? Medical EMS right here. So that's the first time, and and I like the way you were because you were doing the little uh, the. Camel soup can with a string on it, right? So you were talking into a can or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. What masks did you have on at this point? I was like, yeah. I was like, I actually had on one of the masks that work. Uh, it's a gas mask, military grade. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that thing was, that is thick and that filter is huge and I could barely hear myself through it. So, yeah. um, so you were there, you knew, I mean, we talked to you, I think the next day or you were still there um, and you said, no, 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 this story is not what they're painting. It is it is to be he told me yesterday um in the interview that we'll release tonight he was in jail um or he went to um to to the police they took him downtown they um uh, said you better get an attorney and his whole life changed how did you stay in touch with him did you stay in touch with him yeah, I mean, uh, from the beginning of the, the shooting uh, that happened to the third one that happened, I knew that he was going to be painted as a white supremacist because I knew that around the BLM movement, there was nothing but lies. And I knew that the victims at that time, which I called victims, uh, were not black. And I knew that this was an altercation between uh, rioters and, uh, and uh, another kid. And I knew the media was going to slander him. And I went, I didn't know his politics. I didn't know what he believed. I mean, he, I didn't even know he was 17. I just went, I've got to get in contact with this guy because he's got to know that people in the public know the true story. The someone that was there knows that he's mm. innocent of murder, that this was a self-defense, clear-cut self-defense. I knew it that night. I witnessed it with my eyes. And so, uh, you know, I quickly found out who he had retained, got in contact with his legal team, quickly was able to talk to his mother. And, uh, you know, I was able to get information to and from him. And we've been FaceTiming for the last year or so and just trying to keep his spirits high, praying together, laughing together. He likes to talk about girls, you know, typical 18-year-old guy. Yeah. So just a normal kid. Yeah, he is. And in it uh you may not have you may not have uh, felt the same way um but when I when I interviewed him yesterday sitting across the table from him he is a kid. I mean, I it was like talking to my 17-year-old son. You know, he's got the mindset of he's not political. Um he's 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 he doesn't want to be involved in, you know, he's not some crusader. He's not a crusader. 
he thought at the time he wanted to be part of EMS. So he was going down to to do that because that's what he wanted to do for life. Um, and he's he's think you know, you say he talks about girls. He's a kid. He's an 18 year old kid. Legitimately. I mean, when we hung out, he just wanted to, again, talk about girls, play video games and, you know, just go eat steak. He didn't even know what ribeye was. You know, I mean, I mean this is an 18 year old. He was like, I don't know what steak to order. And I was yeah. like, I mean, what 18 year old knows the difference between prime rib, ribeye and a, yeah. a tomahawk? He's like, what's Wagyu? I was like, I, you can get it if you want, but I'll buy you whatever you want. But I mean, this is definitely just some guy who was out there and people say, well, you know, how did he go out there with a gun if he was 17 or whatever? And you're just going to, bro, we've sent people to wars at that age too. Like, I mean, it, it is yeah. an age where a lot has been asked of young men. And yes, in the age, he is a young man and he has responsibilities. And he, again, he defended himself like a man would. But at heart, mm-hmm. I can't believe that he, that's that's not the kid that I would have thought would have went out to defend property yeah. because he's just so jovial innocent nice he's the sweetest sweetest kid he's really I know. a sweet kid it's like to my wife you know it was just like oh it's so good to meet you gives her a hug and was like i'm so happy to see you in person finally because they had facetimed and and i feel yeah like i'm talking to my nephew yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. going it, it, he's not a he's, this is not a murderer this is not a racist what are they talking about when he he was talking to me he's go he's gonna go to arizona state <laughs> i mean he's going uh and you know they did they they didn't want him on they didn't even want him on uh, on virtual campus, let alone on campus. And he's just got this attitude of, uh, you know, they're going to say stuff to me. That's OK. I mean, I don't want to talk about politics talk about my dog. You know, I'm just I'm just there for an education. He really thinks that. I think he thinks he's going to go back at some point soon to a normal life. And I don't see that happening. Do you? You can't. Because life isn't normal. I, I mean, even for people that, that are still pretending like it is, you got to wake up. And if you're brought into the cultural war, if you're brought into the, the battles, I mean, at Arizona State, they had a protest against him screaming over microphones to maybe 100 people about how you know they're letting a man on campus that killed three black and brown people. I mean, they don't even have his story correct. No, so they the were pu- white. The public doesn't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they don't care to correct that. You know, even if they lost their, their slander campaign on him to get him put into prison for murder, which it was clearly self-defense, they still have the stronghold on the narrative that this is a white supremacist that killed black people that were it in is the, the name farthest of, thing from him. But it, yeah, but it, this is what this is what the media does. They go, well, I we know. have a loss here, but you know what? We're not going to retract the articles. We're going to leave the Google searches up, and it's still you know it's still against Instagram's policy. He tried to put his name uh, in his Instagram account because he's not a criminal. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything wrong by the by the court of law. He tried to put his own name, Kyle Rittenhouse, in his name. For his Instagram account, and it was against community standards. He couldn't. He can't. Apologies oh to all the Kyle Rittenhouses out there that exist. Wow. You can't use your name on on social media. You can't. Wow. What I find amazing is you can't post anything about him. No. Because you'll be violating. What, what, tell the story. Yeah. So obviously, I'm connected to the to the trial to the case. Facebook and Instagram knew that. Um, they, you know, had had started striking. Um, this is early on. I was obviously one of the first people putting a lot of stuff up about this case. Mm-hmm. And they started first removing the posts. Then they started blocking the posts. Then they started contacting us. And then they said they were going to delete my account. So we we reached out to them. And they made me delete everything off of off my page of Kyle Rittenhouse to keep the account up. And what was insane was I have other social media. So I just told everyone, go to this social media, go to my Telegram, go here if you want to see updates. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. updating you. Just they won't let me do it here. And so then... 
they, they, they write us and they go to delete my account saying, oh, you have Kyle Rittenhouse uh, propaganda or whatever on your account. I'm like, wait, no, I deleted everything. There was an old story. If you're not familiar with Instagram, there's like a, a 24 hour post that you can post mm-hmm. and it archives quote unquote into their hard drives. There was an old post from like five months ago that was only up for 24 hours saved onto their hard drives. And they threatened again to delete my account versus a post from five mm. months ago that wasn't even visible to the public unless I went back into their archives and had them delete it. Like that's how insane they are. They had to go delete them off their hard drives, like off the archives of oh their servers in order to keep the account active. And I can't even post articles with his name. I have to blur out his name. Still today. Yes, they haven't changed their policy on my account. Other people can, he's still, he's, I can't. He's been found not guilty and it's still it, it, uh, wrong for Elijah to post anything about him like hey congratulations hey look who's not guilty not even a picture with him i couldn't post a picture from from I, i'm on an interview with him on youtube can't even put a clip up i mean you're talking about a, a journalist <laughs> who actually conducted the first known interview basically of this entire story before the shooting who can't discuss the shooting in the case that's insanity but that, that, that's their stronghold on the information. That's what you were saying about him. Can he go back to a normal life? I just said, no, dude, it, look, man, we don't live in a society of truth. And yes, the truth is you were acquitted. It was self-defense and you didn't do anything wrong by the court of law. And yes, that's the truth. Unfortunately, man, these institutions operate. I don't know by the power of demons. At <laughs> la- like, I don't know what, it, what to claim that they operate by, but I can tell you that their ultimate goal is disinformation. It's misinformation. I mean, I mean, it's, I said, it does not matter. I go, even if you say, if I write that you were acquitted, I'll get fact checked and said, missing mm. context, you know, mm. he was acquitted, but some people think he's guilty yeah. and you're like, all right, well, your opinion doesn't matter because that's what we have the, the justice system for. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, I just told him, I go, you know, justice is no longer by the court. It's by public opinion and the evil powers at hand, the people at CNN, people at MSNBC, like Joy Reid, Rachel Maddow, I guess Cuomo's out, but Don, Don Lemon. I mean, these people are not oh, going to come to your side. They're going to they're going to they're not going to retract. They should they should be quaking in their boots. They should be moving their money into Bitcoin or someplace <laughs> offshore because they're going to have it taken from them. Cuz I think this kid has the strongest case I've ever seen. He's going to win. Oh, uh, he's going to win. I think he's yeah. going to win big. And and if they're not going I told him, I'll invest in that. I don't want any money. I w- I will invest in that because if you hit them hard enough big enough there's a chance they have to change or they'll collapse they need to be bankrupted and, I, and I'm, yeah, say, I'm saying this because i don't i don't i don't believe in cancel culture and the idea of i don't want to come after people for making mistakes or and right? i don't want to do it because i disagree with them correct i'm saying yeah you make a mistake like somebody says something they get it wrong it's like I, you know says a mean thing fine you know, apologize the reason why this is bad these people will not only not apologize they double down on their disinformation yes. so it's like yes when they're asked to retract, like with Saki and 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 yeah. is hey, you, will you retract this? He no. said he's a white supremacist. Just skirts around the question and just says, you know what? No, yeah, I'm not going to do it without having to say no. Just yeah. I, I will not retract. Will not apologize. It's like, look, then you deserve. But they're justice. also doubling down. They're doubling down on, for instance, all the stuff with uh, uh, Ukraine and and President Trump. They're doubling down. They're saying that all of that stuff was real. The New York Times just took we have all the evidence now they just wrote a story last week saying nope because of this this and this we were right i mean they won't stop do you know, do you know how crazy this is so i i, I uh, will wait from prager you i share one of his posts about the nuremberg code 
you know, sort of being ignored in uh, in Europe. And I get fact-checked. It says AP fact-checks this as false. Okay, this is false. <laughs> They're and, changing the Nuremberg right. Code. So, so we, I read it, and it was like, look, the, the fact-check I uh, goes, they never said that we're getting rid of the Nuremberg Code. What they said is the Nuremberg Code would prevent state-enforced vaccinations. But what the EU chief did say was that it's okay for states to ignore the Nuremberg Code and to have state-enforced vaccinations. She didn't mention the Nuremberg Code, but said that it's okay to, to do what violates it. But because she didn't say the word <laughs> Nuremberg Code, <laughs> we're going to fact check this, check this as false. And I'm like, no, you just complicated it. We Will Witt put into 160 words... What you tried to explain in three pages to complicate it, you convoluted the truth with weird lies. And I'm like, no, if, if, if the EU, if the head of the EU is saying to states to violate the Nuremberg Code and to do whatever they want, medically speaking, then we are doing away with it. And it's like, "Mm, false. We're not doing away with it. We're just ignoring it. It exists. We just won't read. We just we just <laughs> right. won't read it anymore. It's like, like it's kind of like the, the Bible. It's kind of the, yeah, yeah, the Constitution. Been, yeah, the Constitution, hey, the Bible. They're good at that. <laughs> it's still there, Nicholas Cage. You can still steal it. You know, Declaration of Independence exists. Elijah Schaefer, the host uh, of Slightly Offensive on Blaze TV, also co-host of You Are Here on Blaze TV. You can follow him blazetv.com. You are here or YouTube.com. You are here daily. Elijah, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, you will see my interview uh, with Kyle Rittenhouse tonight at 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV. Let's pretend for a moment that you made the grave error of, you know, getting on public Wi-Fi without any sort of protection for your computer. Uh, And even if it was, you know, just a few minutes, unbeknownst to you, some cyber criminal hacked in. Your information was being stolen and now it's being sold on the dark web. Bad news, right? What are you going to do? Are you, when are you ever going to find out about that? Good news is if you have LifeLock, one of the restoration specialists is already probably working on it to restore everything. It's really important to understand how cybercrime really does affect all of our lives. No one can prevent all us, uh, identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. Our way of life is being transformed. This pandemic has been got off for so many reasons. And behind the lies of human and environmental protection is something far more sinister. But it does present us with an opportunity. I see the need for a great reset. It's time to wake up. In his eye-opening new book, Glenn Beck details the Great Reset and how the American way of life will not survive. The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the rise of 21st century fascism. Pre-order now on Amazon.com. Here's a couple of things uh, tonight I, I really want you to see um, with Kyle Rittenhouse. Tonight at uh, 9 o'clock, the real villain of the Rittenhouse story. You'll understand when you see it tonight at 9 p.m., an hour one-on-one with Kyle Rittenhouse. I talked to him about nightmares um, and, and what this means to him. You really get to know this kid. Um, I also asked him about Joe Biden refusing to apologize. Has anybody from the media organizations, has anybody, the president ever call you to apologize? He hasn't. And I, I would, I would like to sit down with the president and have a conversation with him and tell him the facts of what happened. Um, I don't expect that to happen, but it would be <laughs> right for him to do it. 
Yeah, don't hold your breath on that one. Mm. Um, I also asked him, this is cut nine. Has anybody apologized? Listen to this. Has anybody from the media organizations, has anybody honest come to you and go, you know what? I really thought this, but I was watching that and I was wrong. I'm sorry. Um, not, I haven't noticed anything from the media, but Bill Ackman, a really great guy. Um, he, I had a Zoom call with him the other day. Um, and who is he? Uh, he, um, he does uh, banking stuff. Um, okay. Out hedge of fund. New York. Yeah, a hedge fund guy. Yes. Okay. Um, and he said, I watched the trial and I was wrong and I I support you now. I'm sorry. And it was just a great that, phone call. How, how amazing awesome. is that? That's how amazing awesome. is that? People don't do that anymore. No. No. Uh, you'll be amazed at uh, what comes out of this interview tonight. 9 p.m. only on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. It's the Glenn Beck Program.